to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. As always, I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and I'm joined by the most beautiful, wonderful, joyous little chocolatey woman that I know. <laughs> what is going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw. What is going on, people? That's my wife, people. Happy Friday. Actually, happy Good Friday. That's my wife, people. Yes, I am. It's Good Friday, baby. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. Yes. Um, yes. Good Friday to you all. Yes. And as always, let's go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. You sweeping already? Already sweeping. Got to sweep real sweep. quick. Go sweep. Go sweep. Go sweep. So for our new listeners, we thank you for tuning in to your first episode of Crenshaw Corner. Thank you, guys. For our returning listeners, as always, we thank you for being a part snap, of our journey. Snap. Y'all be returning. Yes. You be returning. We're going to go with that. You be returning. We're going to go you with that today. You be returning. So we thank you guys. Um, thank you guys. As we always say, we are an interactive podcast. What that means, you can find us on the socials. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. All under Crenshaw Corner. Crenshaw Corner. And then as you can also email us at thecrenshawcorner yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah, say the like you normally do. The Crenshaw Corner <laughs> at gmail.com. I like it. Um, we love hearing from you guys. We love your feedback. We Yay. love your... We just love your energy, and we just thank you for being a part of what we do. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. So we are almost wrapping up. I yeah. think we're what? Six in. Six in. This is the six. So second to the last episode of this particular series. Yes. Uh, we are doing a series on self-care. Yeah. So if you are not quite sure what we're talking about, I'm not going to tell you. Go do your homework. Go back and listen to the Please previous Please go episodes. back and listen. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Rate us, whatever you want to do. Rate us, um, critique us. Yes. Um, if you're being negative just for the sake of being negative, keep that to yourself. It's okay. Go ahead and put um, it down. We'll catch you. We'll catch you outside. Catch me outside. Catch me that? outside. Catch me outside. <laughs> no, young people still saying that? Catch me outside. I don't How about know if they that? still say that, though. I don't even know. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, once again, family, we just thank you for being a part of what we do. Um, so, as like I said, we are rapid coming to the tail end of our series on self-care. Yeah. So, we're on the sixth facet we of are. self-care, which is... Spiritual self-care. Spiritual self-care. It is amazing how when we started this whole self-care um, session, what did you call it? A series. A series. I like session too. But a session it's series. A series. We didn't know that what we are living with right now... We had no idea yeah. this was going to be our future at that time. Right, exactly. And it's kind of like every single time that we do one, it kind of goes with what, what's happening in our time because our time is changing so quickly. So for us to every do day, this rapidly, um, a couple of days before Sunday, which is Easter, yep, and also for it to be Good Friday. It is Good Friday. Um, Right on time. So, yeah, I so, so, too. so yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm stars, excited the, about it. The stars lined up. The stars lined up and we're ready to go. The star what? The stars lined up. The stars lined up. That on Good Friday. Yeah. Two days before Easter. Right. Our self care is spiritual self care. Yeah. So since you're talking about the stars, let me ask you a question. Talk to me. Just asking. Um, I can't remember if you did it because I fell asleep. So you know, a couple of days ago was supposed to be the, the wonderful pink, pink the moon. The pink moon. Yeah. The yeah. pink moon. Did you go outside? I did not. I don't go outside. I think it was like ten thirty at night. That was too late. Supposed- it's past my bedtime. <laughs> so you didn't go outside because I, I fell asleep. Outside. I didn't go outside. Okay. So anybody go? Did anybody go outside and see the pink moon? The pink moon. The the clovers. The green clovers. The lucky you know charms. what? I can't with you right now. No, but anyway, no, ne- no, never mind. All right. So back to spirit. Because when you said that, just kind of made me think of that. But anyway, gotcha. I digress. I'm back though. Okay. It's okay. You see me back. Every once in a while we go down a rabbit hole. Yes. I'm trying not to go this time. I'm trying to stay clear. So Angela. Yes. What is spiritual self-care? Why you can't answer that? Why? Because this was your idea, man. All I said, we we're going to do is spiritual self-care and let's go with it. The whole self-care concept was yours. From it the was, dog. but you, you don't know the meaning of what spiritual self-care is. Dog. Dog. Bruh. Not, not right now. Bruh. Right okay. We're trying to be joyous. So we, we we're to, doing spiritual self care. Yes. So I feel the need to be calm. Mm. Well, then that's what I'm trying to do. And you're trying to bring me out my chi. No, I'm trying to get you, bring in your chi. Mm. Yeah, okay, you feel man. good? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make right. later. <laughs> um, basically, spiritual self care for me, my thought process okay, is. I'm sorry. Hold, yes. hold, hold on. Hold <laughs> on. I know we're not a visual medium. <laughs> So the family have no idea what just happened, but we're talking about spiritual self care, and you mimic someone running. I don't understand because we're not talking about. We've already done physical self care. We've already okay, touched yeah. on exercise, how mm-hmm. to get your body right. Yeah, you're right. Mind, body, soul. Yeah. 
but you said spiritual self care, and then you start moving your body and your arms like you're running. That's like we running in the church. My God, help me understand. My God, you know how you run in the church? Cause you about to give a word. Is that what we're gonna do right now? <laughs> we gonna give, oh, we gonna give a word today. Wow, we gonna give a word. So that was that was my. See, you didn't even have to tell him that because that was my excited. It threw me off. I was excited me, because once again we're talking about spiritual. Okay, okay. And you start running. Okay, so to me personally, I was gonna do it again, but I because it's just it was just it's just coming in me. But anyway, spiritual care for me is based self care is where you connect, um, with God. You spend time. With God, right. you utilize different ways to spend time with God. It's a connection. Um, it's a memory. It's action. It's all those things to help you have a, for you to lean in closer to God and spend time. Okay. So that's what I believe it to be. That's my, you know, you guys think it's something else. Absolutely. Send it to us. We will take it. But for me right now, what do you think spiritual self-care is? Uh, for me, spiritual self-care, it's balance. As all mm-hmm. things should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just recently watched Infinity War again and Endgame again. And to be honest, on my second and third viewing of it, mm-hmm. I have a totally different perspective on Thanos now. Do you really? On, on what he was a trying. Is Was Thanos an evil man? Yes, Thanos was an evil man. But however, his goals, what he was trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. what he was trying to do. It's just I have a different perspective on it. And the only reason I just said that because I, I mentioned balance. So for me, spiritual self-care mm-hmm. is a balancing act. It's balance. Mm-hmm. It's because regardless of what it, whatever your belief system is, regardless of who you believe in, what you believe in, what you don't believe in, there has to be some type of spiritual connection within you for your for you to be aligned, mm-hmm. for you to be balanced, mm-hmm. for you not to sway one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Not to be too up or too down mm-hmm. um, because either one can be self-destructive. Mm-hmm. If someone is too up all the time, mm-hmm. then once you do come down, it's deadly. If you're too down all the so there has to be a balance. So for mm-hmm. me, spiritual self-care is finding that balance, that mind, body, and soul balance, mm-hmm. that understanding that there is something in this world bigger than self. Yeah. Higher than you. Higher than you. And higher I think a lot you. of the times because a lot of where our depression comes from a lot of where our um sad sadness comes from mm-hmm. a lot of our anxiety comes from a lot of our misunderstanding of what of the situation not mm-hmm. even necessarily talking about corona but just on a day-to-day basis right because we're in a mindset of of self we can do it we can do it that it's every, all up to us yeah that we are the son of our solar system right, and we control where it. everything revolves around us mm-hmm. for me spiritual self-care is having that self-awareness and understanding that there is there is something bigger than self mm-hmm. that everything does not revolve around self mm-hmm. and everything cannot be done within my own might right or within a person's own might mm-hmm. there has to be there has to be a helping hand right that comes in mm-hmm. there has to be a what's the word i want to use there has to be an epiphany for mm-hmm. lack of a better mm-hmm. term mm-hmm. to give you new perspective right there has to be a test of faith mm-hmm. to give you and provide you with new faith and hope and hope mm-hmm. because yesterday's faith won't take you through tomorrow's problems mm-hmm. so your faith has to be has to be tested it has to be fortified renewed every it has day. to be fortified so you are it's a, it's the same as the analogy of going into a gym if you're a person that work out, if you every day you go into the gym, you're working out every day, but you're you're only lifting ten pounds. Right. No more, no less. You're only lifting ten pounds. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get any stronger because you're not testing your might. Mm-hmm. The only way you get stronger is by increasing your weight, mm-hmm. going from ten to fifteen to twenty to thirty, so on and so forth. So with spirit, with spiritual self care, the only way you become more healthier and stronger spiritually. Mm-hmm. Is that your spirituality and your faith has to be tested, right? And you have to le- and you have to lean into it. I mean, everybody know that we're Christians, so our faith and our higher for us is Jesus Christ, um, is God, and so you have to believe um, that, and you have to lean into it. And I think with spiritual health care, it allows you, self-care. helps you, <laughs> spiritual self care. What did I say? Health care. 
healthcare, spiritual healthcare. Oh it's my okay. gosh. Spiritual self-care helps you lean into that higher part. helps you lean into God, helps you lean into that. Like you said, and then that balance you when you do that, some reason, not for some reason, but I know that your day is better. You feel like you can, like you said, that you can go on, that your mind, body, and spirit is connected and aligned for you to yeah. go on. And when you feel like you can't go on, you know that you have a place to lean into every time to help you carry on. So yeah, it was good. I like yeah. it. I like it. Not, of course, a lot of what we talk about is in general terms because every situation doesn't apply for everyone. Exactly. It's How, general. It's general. However, I have noticed in my 42 years of living how I start my day mm-hmm. most of the time dictates how my day is going to end. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not all the time. Sometimes there are some shifts, but typically how you start your day mm-hmm. is how you kind of continue your day. Case in point, if you start your day agitated, you wake, you're waking up late, you find yourself rushing, you're, you're running late for an appointment, you're running late for work, what have you. You find yourself rushing throughout that day mm-hmm. because you spend your entire day trying to make up time. Mm-hmm. Or your body, because you started your day on a rush. Okay. Your body is already in that rush mode. So you, you're rushing throughout your day. Right. Flip side of that. If you start your day in a calm manner, mm-hmm. if you got up a little earlier, you meditated, you prayed, mm-hmm. you did a devotion, you did something to feed your soul or something to feed your inner, your inner man. Mm-hmm. And when I say man, I'm speaking in a general of, of mankind. Mm-hmm. Human. Of course, when I say man, I mean women as well but when you start in a meditative state when you start your day praying when you start your day speaking to your higher power mm-hmm. when for us like we said when we start the day praying and and seeking god, god seeking jesus yeah. and seeking and seeking jesus and mm-hmm. and praying in his name we find our day going so much smoother mm-hmm. now it doesn't mean that we still don't have problems throughout that day right because i think what happens a lot of times because we're talking about spirituality and we're talking about spiritual self-care so mm-hmm. we're going to touch on a lot of different things when it comes to that but i think what happens is especially like for new christians or people who really don't quite understand what it means to be a christian or mm-hmm. what it is to be or what christianity mm-hmm. is you think just because okay i prayed for that day that means nothing bad is coming my way right and that's not what it means at all. Mm-hmm. What it means is that you pray that day. You already made that connection. You're already doing that conversation. Mm-hmm. So throughout your day, when those bad things do come up, mm-hmm. you're a little more fortified mm-hmm. to be able to handle that situation where a situation come up and it might have it might blindside you or make you frantic because you spent that first part of your day in prayer. You spent mm-hmm. that first part of your day in meditation. Uh-huh. You're a little more equipped to handle Am I making sense? Make a lot of sense. Here's the thing. When you were talking, it made me remind me of meditation. Okay. When you meditate, majority of time when you meditate, most meditation teachers give you a mantra or give you something. Um, and then they say to you, like, for instance, for me, when I meditate, for me, my mantra, my word is shalom, which means peace. Right. And so what they teach you is when you feel distracted, when you feel agitated, when you feel like your mind is going all over the place, like... The core to get back is to whatever your mantra, whatever your word was. So when you're like you saying, so whenever you and you 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 spend time with the Lord, you spend a time with Him, you know the God, you do you're doing everything you need to do. It goes crazy like meditation. They always tell you go back to your core. So like when you're distracted, they say when you feel distracted, feel like you're going all over the place in your mind, go back to shalom right. and keep saying shalom over and over again, and it brings you back to your core, it brings you back to your medium, brings you back to what you were doing, and that's kind of like what you're saying. It's basically Basically, when you start your day that way and things are going to get crazy. But when you go back to the core, when you go back to your mantra for the day, right. it centers you back to what it's really all about. And maybe that's why um, meditation really doesn't work for me. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to say is that because all honesty, I haven't been able to fully incorporate meditation into my life mm-hmm. on a substantial matter, substantial scale where it actually benefits me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why, because my mantra, because while you're saying Shalom, you know, peace, I, I'm saying pizza. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why. Cause, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm on, I'm thinking about because you, pizza. because you're, but, and, and, and that, this is the part where you understand. You don't turn your mind off. Right. Your mind is always going, bruh, pizza. Anyway, we'll deal with that I'm just off saying. the mic. I'm just saying. But anyway, but, 
It's okay to think of pizza, but then go back to your core. It's okay to have an agitating day and, and belong as you don't stay there and be like, okay, she's about to aggravate me. Let me take a minute to pray. Lord, help me. Right. God, help me. God, give me wisdom. Because now you're taking it back to the core, to the mantra, to the heart of the thing, because you know how to do that because you've already geared yourself up for the morning. It's like, it's like going out and know that it's storming and don't put on a coat, don't put on a raincoat, no umbrella, nothing. And to know why you're sick and you're drenched because right. you didn't cover yourself before you walked out the door. And I think that that's what we're talking about. That that morning thing that you do, that prayer, that meditation time, and you can do it in your car. There's no real place that you need to do that. But the thing is to be covered before you walk out the door. Okay. And then if it's crazy, know where your strength is and it doesn't lie in you. All right. So let me play the other side for okay. a moment. Um, play whatever know, side you want. You and I do really well at good cop, bad cop. Typically, mm-hmm. I'm bad cop. Ask the typically kids. Always good cop. Who? Wait, what? What you say? I said typically I'm always bad cop. Typically, always good cop. Oh, okay. Because I thought you said I was bad cop. No, no, no. You're, you're the good cop. Okay. Who? I was like, I don't, don't be lying to no, nobody. Don't lie, lie to the, the family. family. Anyway, the family wouldn't. Know, the family. If you would have said that, the family would be like, no way, because they know they me, really they know you. Anyway. It wouldn't so, be believable. So here's my thing. Uh huh. And. The climate that we're in right now, mm-hmm. um, in a very uncertain time, right? Um, uncertain health, mm-hmm. uncertain economically. Mm-hmm. There are so many unanswered questions right, right. now. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. There are so many people who are sick. There's so many people who are being affected mm-hmm. by the coronavirus, by COVID nineteen, and everything that's going on. Uh-huh. There's been so many lives. That have been lost mm-hmm. to this particular virus. Yeah. So my thing, speaking from the other side, how dare you come to me now talking about spirituality when all this stuff is going on? Where in the world can God be in all this? Mm-hmm. With all there's so much death, there's so much uncertainty, there's so much, there's so much going wrong right now. That's okay. I, I think the last number that I heard was 6.3 million Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, right now that are currently unemployed due to what's mm-hmm. going on. Okay. So how do you talk about prayer? How do you talk about meditation? How do you talk about centering yourself when I can't even leave my house right now? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Everything that you just said been going on every day, all the time. People are dying. People are killing each other. People are getting sick. People losing their jobs. You see what I'm saying? That's on an everyday basis. That's not something that, yes, because we see it so much because it is huge out there. We've had this type of virus come years before, years before, years before. You see what I'm saying? And so it's not brand new. So I understand when people say, tell my spirituality, sit down, meditate, blah, and all those things. But you have, how has it been working for you since you're doing it on your own? How's it working? Are you, do you feel better when you're watching the news so much? When you hear all of those things? Have you been feeling better? Since you're doing it on your own and, and, and everything and you're watching everything that's moving around you and how is it working for you? So my thing is that you have to have a hope in something. You have to have a belief in something. You cannot drench yourself in this information. We are such an information world and it's not that it's not happening because again, I don't know if you guys have heard before, but it has touched our family several times since we since this has happened right. in different ways. So we are, I'm not immune to it. I'm not like, I haven't cried a tear. I have not, not been on my knees praying about it. But what I do know for sure is I know that I know in my heart that there's something bigger at work than just me. And do I listen to this every single day of my life it's like being at a job where your boss is telling you every single day that you're not good enough your work is not good enough what did you do where's the report why are you always like no matter how hard you try and you keep listening listening to that until after a while you begin to believe that and you become numb to that until you until one day you have a made-up mind just say, I'm not listening to him no more. Matter of fact, I'm quitting the job, number one. I have a made-up mind. I know that I'm better. And there's something more in me than than he believes in me. You see what I'm saying? Right. The same thing. With, there's more good. There's so many people that have been healed from it. So many people that have walked out miraculously from it. 
that that's what I'm talking about. And that's because you have to have a connection. We can't do so much negative stuff. This world is going to do what it's going to do. It's going to always evolve. You know, again, family being unemployed, that's hit our family. That's hit family members that we know, but we still cannot focus on that. Be aware of it, grieve it, but don't live at it. Grieve it, go to the cemetery, grieve it, put dirt on it and then walk away. And I think that is so difficult for us to move beyond that because we are so busy watching for every statistic, waiting for the next person to die, waiting to hear something different. And it's not that it's not happening in New York. I pray for New York like never before. I believe God is going to put a miraculous healing blanket over New York city because it's hit. Um, New York is hit. One of the biggest places being hit. Um, not, um, Louisiana is another one. I think, um, Jersey. So there's some places that are being hit like never, like never before, but we're in North Carolina. And I think that I don't want you not to feel, I don't want people not to feel the way that they're feeling, but I'm just saying, don't stay there because the more you do, you get anxious and anxious. And the more people that keep listening to that and feel that there's more people walking around here thinking they have it right now. that don't even have it. Right. It's allergy season. You know what I'm saying? But we heard it so long. If you get this, if you get that, if you get this, if you get that, that you, you may have it. So our mind is, our mind is going crazy. So we have to believe. And anyway, because we're, we're spirit in a human body, our spirit man, if you let it, is going to come up and rise up, whether you like it or not. I don't care what you, if you believe or don't believe your spirit man is going to rise up in you anyway, you know? So I'm not saying don't feel the way you think. I'm just saying don't, live there don't stay there believe that there's something bigger than this and don't listen to all the negativity go find out them same statistics go find out tell me how many people have survived how many people have lived how many people still have their job how many people who have lost their job finding other ways and means to make money we are resourceful human beings god has just made us this way you know what i'm saying so i'm not looking past it i'm just saying looking forward what we can do and not just stay in it you know No, everything you said to me makes perfect sense. Um, So I got a question for you. Yeah. What's the starting point? Because every journey, there's a starting point. Yeah. You know, there's, I believe believe it's Confucius. If I get it wrong, I apologize. But it's the old saying of, you know, how do you, how do you eat an elephant? And it's one bite at a time. One small bite at a time. So my question is for the individual who, because there's, there's two different type of people that we're talking to right now. Okay. Maybe three. But there's the person who is a believer. And when I say a believer, I'm speaking of Christianity or speaking of faith, a faith believer mm-hmm. who is a believer and they get what we're saying, but maybe their faith is a little tested right now. And then you have the person who is a non-believer who doesn't get the spiritual side of things that maybe don't connect on a spiritual level mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't see the bigger picture they don't see there's something bigger mm-hmm. you know so let, let's talk to both sides let's yeah. let's start with tips so for the the faith believer who is being tested right now right what would you say to that person well first of all my god i think we're all being tested i like i promise you we're all being tested and that's where the the work goes in that's where the leaning goes in like we were talking about the spiritual right. aspect of it the spiritual self-care to lean in um i was listening to a pastor today um and he gave me an aha moment and i was like whoa like oh let me check my heart never trying to check anybody else's heart but check my own heart right and um and i can't think of his name um my girlfriend keisha shout out to keisha thank you so much she always gives us great stuff to listen to um but um she said this is a phenomenal prayer this pastor was praying and so what he was saying is that for faith because we're talking about faith believers right and he was saying he knows that our faith is going to be tested that our heart uh, every every aspect of us is going to be tested just like everybody else doesn't mean because we we know the lord we have does not mean we won't be tested because we will the bible shows that but what he was saying like is don't get caught up because most people saying that our Christians are like, oh, it's about me right now. I'm getting me together. I'm right. getting my finances together now. I'm getting my self-care together. I'm just getting me together and not tapping into the spiritual self-care party and kind of what they're doing is kind of shine away because they're not. this is something that we're not used to. We're not used to if you don't have a church that already has service online this is brand new for you you're not being able to go to not a able to go church. to a physical church and right. so some of them are shying away and saying i don't want to do church online i i can't touch and agree 
you know, from here, I can't touch my neighbor. So they kind of shine away from it. And he's saying, lean into this, this change, lean in. If your church doesn't have it, then create it for your church, you know, like lean in or people are saying, you know, right now I don't have the community, my community, you know, my people that I go to church with and that I go to dinner with after church, then there's zoom, you know what I'm saying? Do a, even if you don't have, you don't want to do Zoom, Facebook, you can put about 50 people on Facebook right now, you know, FaceTime them, you know, and have a whole bunch. So there's something, don't shy away from your routine right. because it doesn't look the way it used to look because church is still happening. The church, the church hasn't shut down because we are the church. I yeah. think that's where the confusion is coming in. We're the church and people think because the doors are closed to a physical building at yeah. church, lean into what you've been doing. It's just a physical building right now. The only thing that's closed when it, regarding church is just a physical building. Yeah, but lean in, lean in to church online. Incredible. Because first of all, you're supposed to be worshiping and worshiping, worshiping and praising even before you got to the church building. So it, 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 the church building shouldn't give you the uh the that you need umph, the yeah. umph to get in there. It is where you have community and where you be with people of like minds, right? So if you so you can zoom your girlfriends, call your girlfriends, have Bible study with your girlfriends over the phone, read a same book, have a book study. Don't shy away and say it's just it's it's my turn to just be about me and rest. No, don't change the routine of what you believe and what you've been doing spiritually, no matter what your religion is. Do not shy from that. Do not change. Right. The, that's what I would say to um, people who right now who are faith based and saying uh, it's not about you right now. This is where we really need you to lean in. This is where we really need community. This is where we really need Bible studies. This is where we really need friendships, you know? Right. So, so that's for me, that's what I would tell them. All right. So let's move over to the other side of that, to the, once again, to the individuals who don't have the faith, um, who take this time to see, to, Really take this time to say, mm -hmm. see, I told you mm -hmm. there can't be a God. Right. With all this going on, there's no way there. there, there if there was a God who a, a loving God, as you say, there's no way that he would allow this to be happening or there's no way that so many people would be going through this. So for those people to help them get to a point of that spiritual connection, to help them get their spiritual mm -hmm. self-care process started, mm -hmm. what would you say to them? Well, the first thing I would say is to pray. Now, that's the thing. People think that prayer is so mysterious and ooh, spooky, but it's not. It's just talking. So I'm just, you could take, if you if you want to just take a few minutes just to pray, and if you don't know how to pray, just speak. Speak your words. Speak what you're feeling out to God. Just speak it out. I think also meditation again, sitting and being still. That is, you know, that's my favorite thing. Sit and be right. still. Just take 10 minutes. Don't be trying, like, trying to do, people like, I'll be in, in prayer and I'll be meditating for hours. Sit down somewhere. Everybody ain't doing that. Everybody ain't ready. So if you could take three minutes to sit down and just breathe in and breathe out and breathe in and breathe out. Right. And just spend time just sitting there and just say something quietly, a quiet prayer. Or if you want to go to the Bible and get a scripture, that's a prayer right there by itself. If whatever you're going through right now, if you want to start wherever you're going through, you can go in the Bible right now and you could put up, put the word in anxious and it will give you several or go online and it will give you several scriptures for, for being anxious and just grab hold of one. If this is how you want to start and just pray that prayer every single morning, you get up for three minutes, you pray, you, you know, I mean, you get up for three minutes, you meditate for three minutes, you breathe in, you breathe out. And maybe you just read that scripture and you, just start that way and the more that that happens the more it will come to you if that's if that's not it even this is for everybody then praise and worship right get you some music put it on praise and worship right where you are for two or three minutes however that that song is there's so many things and i will go into more tips but there's so many things that you can do to lean in it doesn't take all day it doesn't take 40 30 minutes it could take just five or six minutes a day right. or three minutes to even start that for me i think it's a situation and when i say this once again i am not trying to be flippant i am not trying to minimize what's going on mm -hmm. um i am not trying to undercut anyone's feelings regarding how they feel about this current situation however i think this is the perfect time mm -hmm. because Really, you don't have any other choice but to be still right now. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to go to. All the restaurants are closed. 
All the movie theaters are closed. All the malls are closed. There's only so many times you can go to the supermarket. There's only so many times you can walk around the block. Um, this is the perfect time to find your quiet, to find your stillness. This is the perfect time to find an anchor. Because for me also, I think that's what the key to spiritual self-care is finding that anchor. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't understand what an anchor actually is, the anchor is the it's a heavy metal block that they use on ships. Mm-hmm. When a ship does not want to move, it drops its anchor. Anchor sinks, hits the bottom of the ocean or wherever, and for that time where that anchor is there, that ship doesn't move, no matter what comes its way. No matter what storm, no matter how with the waves, no matter mm-hmm. the wind, that ship doesn't move because it's anchored. Yeah, but I, and I'll say this too. I just want to add to this before you finish that. And even if whatever comes away, it may sway. It may even tilt, but it never like moves. It never moves. It never moves. It never changes position. It never changes. It's, it's just swaying yeah, it, a little it, bit. It'll sway a little bit. It'll mm-hmm. rock a little bit. It may get rocky on that ship. Mm-hmm. Depending on what kind of storm, it may, that ship may get wet. I mean, the inside of the ship may get wet, but however, the ship itself, the core itself, the core itself does not move. Does not it move. doesn't change position. Yeah. And that is the, and to simplify it as I, as, as I, as I possibly can, that is the point of spiritual self care. Spiritual self care is that anchor. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's that anchoring yourself that no matter what storm, unemployment, sickness, relationships, breakups, whatever you're going through, it anchors you. That yes, once again, it does not stop the storm from coming. It does not. It does not uh, prevent the storm. Mm-hmm. You get wet. You sway. You rock a little bit, but you don't move. You might even get a little bit of seasick. You might even get a little bit of seasick, but you ain't moving. But you don't. You grounded on it, and you're grounded. Yeah. And I think that's the key to spiritual self care. That's why spiritual self care to me is one of the most important ones as well, because. Once you have that anchor, mm-hmm. then, like I said, it doesn't stop your storms. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop you from swaying. It doesn't stop you from getting seasick, but it does keep you and it yeah. keeps you. It keeps you grounded. It keeps you in that place that you need to be. It just keeps you. And it doesn't have to be something. And so I don't I don't even want to talk about COVID anymore, anymore but um, and just, you know, but it doesn't even have to be. That could be anything that's in your life. Because everybody has their own personal storm. You know, everybody has their own personal storm, thunderstorm. Like this morning I was outside just praying and meditating and the wind was so strong. Trees was bending. Thing, I mean, these trees was bending, but they never broke. You know, that anchor, that core, their roots are so grounded yeah. in the ground. You know what I'm saying? So it'll bend, but it won't break. And so it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, guys, what it is, but just the care that you are giving yourself and spiritual self-care is one of the major parts oh, yeah. of it. Because no matter where you are spiritually, um, and it's, this is an old, I think it's not really a Southern Baptist, but mm-hmm. Southern Baptist ministers use it a lot. There's only three type of people in this world. Mm-hmm. You're either going to a storm, you're either going through a storm, mm-hmm. you're either coming out of a storm mm-hmm. or you're about to go into a storm. Yes, sir. But either way, there's going to be a storm. Yeah. So it's so because whether you are, once again, you're either going through a storm, mm-hmm. coming out of a storm or about to go in a storm, mm-hmm. that spiritual self-care is your anchor to get you through those storms. And here's the thing. What we've been talking about is for everyday life. I believe that there's going to be so many lessons learned. And again, I don't even want to give way to COVID anymore. So let's just talk about um, some tips and stuff like that. Let's just, let's, let's get into um, the tip scenario. Um, some of the tips, um, some of the tips. So let's just, let's just talk about that for a few minutes. Let's just get that um, going, you know? So um, let's see. Um, think this. Let's talk about, okay, what have you, okay, backtrack. What have you been doing spiritually for far as your self-care before I even give you, what have you been doing? Um, for me, it's staying connected. Um, we come from a church that actually gives us the ability to stay connected with the church. Right. Um, even though it's not a physical um, body, I mean, it's not a physical location right now through online meetings, through online worship experiences. Um, so that's part of what I've been doing, staying yeah. connected um, because we are, we volunteer. Um, so our volunteer leaders, our volunteer coordinators through the church, our staff leaders, staying in contact with them. Yeah. Um, 
I do find myself, I, I'll be honest, I'm not praying as much as I should. Okay. Um, but I am praying um, to help my spiritual self-care. Yeah. And I'm, once, I'm not reading as much as I should, but I'm getting back into reading as well. Reading right. more of my Bible. Right. I'm finding devotionals to read. Right. Um, actually, um, you version, you version, you version. If you yeah. get the you version app yeah, on not, your phone, if you're not familiar with the you version, it is oh my a, goodness, it is a free Bible app. It gives you, of course, it gives you all different translations of the Bible. It gives you, um, also, also, what it gives you is book studies and plans and, and reading plans. Yes. So if you're a person that, that if you're a person that doesn't, if the Bible seems overwhelming to you mm-hmm. and you never know where to start, right? I would suggest that you find a Bible plan. Yeah. Pick the topic that you want to read for about. your heart. Because what the easiest way to do the easiest way to read the Bible is always start from where you are. Mm-hmm. Here's what I mean by that: What are you looking for at that moment when you're about to go into the Bible? Are you looking for peace? Are you looking for understanding? Are you looking for, are you, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Are you trying, are, are you anxious and trying not to be anxious? What are you looking for? So you find a plan, a Bible reading plan, yes. centered around what you're looking for. Yeah. And then that's your starting point. So, I'm yeah, s- no, you, I'm saying, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, I love it. Go ahead. So those are kind of some of the things I've been doing to help with my spiritual self care. What about you? And even w- when you were just saying that too, um, in the devotions on you version, there's a devotion where it gives you verbiage and then it gives you about four or five different scriptures to tack on to. So when I'm, so when I'm giving you this tip right now about meditate on a scripture, I'm telling you that get you can do the U version and that's a, a, a phenomenal way for spiritual self-care. Um, talking about praying and fasting, you know, I'm huge on that. Um, praying and fasting. I'm not praying, um, spending 10 minutes praying, fasting is abstinence from food or, or juice or drink it can be from social media. Um, so you can choose what kind of fasting that you want to do, but that's another thing that I believe that I do personally. When I'm when I'm going through, let's touch on that for a moment. Yeah, because I'm actually glad, yes. I'm glad you brought up fasting. I say yeah. Um, one of the things about fasting that I just want to make clear is that fasting is not a diet. Come on now. Um, there's one thing from if you're about to have a medical procedure and they tell you not to eat and intermittent and, fasting. And they, they use the term fasting mm-hmm, or intermittent fasting or intermittent fasting. Or if you're you're ten pounds overweight, so you want to fast to try to no. That's not what we're talking. That's so dieting. Talking, right. That's that's not eating. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Fasting is actually sacrificial. Yeah. Fasting is taking away something, but in its place, you're replacing it with more time with God. You're mm-hmm. replacing it. So that the time that you would have been eating, you're now you're praying. Mm-hmm. Now you're meditating. Now you're worshiping. Now you're having a constant conversation mm-hmm. with God. So understand when we talk about fasting, we're not talking about just not eating. Right. Because fasting is so much deeper yeah. and has so much of a more spiritual connection mm-hmm. than simply just depriving yourself of food. Right. It's oh. so much. So I want you guys, anybody who wants more about praying and fasting, go and look into that. Look into that. But definitely getting up early in the morning um, before everybody else, if you can, four or five minutes before everybody else, if that's all you have. And just pray and find a scripture. And just like I said before, read that scripture. Meditate on that scripture all day. Let it be your anchor. Um, also, same thing with med- meditating. Um, getting up early before everybody or when everybody go to bed, do it afterwards and meditating for a few minutes. Again, it doesn't have to be a long period of time, but meditate, spend time, spend time on that scripture, spend time. If you given a mantra of Shalom, which means peace or whatever, a word that will bring you back to your center whenever you get distracted inside of your meditation. So that's another good one. Praise and worship and music. Oh my goodness. Now, of course, Sanchez says, I don't like music. My wife does not, my wife does not <laughs> like music. She really but doesn't. I, but pray, praise and worship, like, if I, listen, I could do some praise and worship, you know, and that's another thing. So that's another spiritual self-care that you can do yeah. around the house. Just put on some praise and worship and just praise God as you clean it. As you dusted it, I mean, it doesn't have to be you just sit there and be the hands in the air. You can move around about the earth and do praise. Just have it engulf your home. You yeah, know what I'm saying? All let it take over, saturate your walls. And family, here's the thing: mm-hmm. God is not as spooky as we try to make him out to mm-hmm. be. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the. You know, you've lit in 50 candles, you have the heart playing, you have the <laughs> piano in the you background, ha- you have the druid monks in the back. Um, it, 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 no. it doesn't have to be that. No. It's simply okay. 
and I'm gonna go back to something you said earlier because you touched on prayer. Because mm-hmm. I know there's a there are actual Christians who are are Bible reading, Bible toting, can quote every scripture in the Bible. Who feel who are uncomfortable with prayer? Mm-hmm. Who will not pray out loud, mm-hmm. or who does who won't pray in a public setting mm-hmm. because they feel like they don't know how to pray? Mm-hmm. So if we have Christians who feel that way, then I know we have the individuals who who have not found God yet for themselves, who are like nah, prayer is not. I don't I don't even know where to begin with mm-hmm. that. Here's the thing about prayer: prayer is a conversation. Mm-hmm. It is really just that it is, it is a respectful conversation. Mm-hmm. Understand that first, mm-hmm. because it's the same concept of that you're sitting down and you're having a com- you're having a conversation with someone that has more authority than you do. Mm-hmm. So anytime you are having a conversation with someone that has more authority than you do, you're always going to have a reverence for that person. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have a respect for that person. So when you're having when you're praying. It's having a respectful, reverence conversation with God. It's it's just having it's just talking to him. It's telling him about what's going on. It's telling him about what you need. And it's really he already knows that, but he wants to hear it from you. Yeah. And he wants he wants you to come to him and say, Father, this is what I'm going through. This is what I need. I'm giving it to you because that's really at the essence of what prayer is. Prayer, it's it's taking your request to God, making it known, giving it to him, mm-hmm. allowing him to take care of the situation for mm-hmm. you and not and not and not and not really. It's not magical. It's not him going to you say, God, I'm hungry and a cheeseburger appear in front of mm-hmm. you. Not a genie. Yeah, he's not a genie. And, mm-hmm. and if you're looking for that, then unfortunately, I'm here to disabuse you of that because that's not going to happen. It's a situation where. You're telling God, God, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And what he does is, is that he gives you the ability to deal with what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And then he give, He gives you a different perspective on how to deal with it. And then what he'll do is he'll bring different things around to re- to alleviate that situation. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, babe, it makes sense. I think that you just got to know that you have to have your own prayer life. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Having your own prayer life. Um having your own relationship, it's all individual. Right. It's all individual. So all we're doing is just giving you tips because it's all individual. Um, another thing, spiritual self-care too, is acts of kindness. Be good to people. Send Write a letter to somebody. Just recently, my brother wrote me a letter um, and mailed it to me, and I was so excited to have it, and I opened it up, and all the letter said was, I love you, Malik. That was it. No more, no less. That act of kindness, um, writing notes, send thank you cards. This is a great time to send thank you cards to people. Yes, it is. Um, this is a great time to write letters to people, tell them that you love them, that you appreciate them. This is a great time if you want to send send dinner to people. I just think acts of kindness. Like we've even had um, our, our family, our church family member, our pastor, uh, send us dinner. Just yes. had dinner delivered to us. So just the, I think that's another kindness because not only but you're being good to someone you're you're helping someone i think that's always going to be good for your spiritual self it's going to always be phenomenal um just be good to people and here's the thing really when you look at the the phrase self-care spiritual self-care it's almost an oxymoron because when you hear self you think of self Mm -hmm. you think of you you think it's it should be something done for you right when in all actuality spiritual self-care is totally opposite yeah yes you are helping yourself yes you are being in tune yes you are becoming more balanced but what happens is as you become more spiritually in tuned you realize that a lot of the things that you you do are now outward because now you you find yourself doing as my wife just touched on you're doing more acts of kindness for people you are checking in on people more you are praying for people more mm-hmm. you realize that the more your spiritual self care becomes fortified your prayer life starts to change mm-hmm. and where you're going for you're praying less about self mm-hmm. and more about others yeah. where you're saying instead of you saying god fix this for me mm-hmm. you're saying god Help me be a help to someone else. Mm-hmm. Or you're saying, God, fix this for someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's why also it's so important to make sure your spiritual self-care is aligned. Because once again, that balance comes mm-hmm. and you start thinking less of self yeah. and more of others. Absolutely. And I think, too, um, reading 
inspirational books. Read some good inspirational books. That's gonna books that's gonna empower you. Yes, there's a whole bunch of books out here that give you motivation and power, but there's so many spiritual books out there that give you so much great power. So you want you want to do that as well. Um, again, express gratitude. Call people and say thank you. Text people and say thank you. Um, love on people as much as you can from where you are. Just because we're in the household, mean we can't love on people. Start a gratitude journal about what you're grateful for. And I think we talked about that before. Before you go to bed, yeah, um, we, we touched on right. A couple of things that you're grateful for before you go to bed. So that's another one. Um, this is what I'm going to start doing. Um, taking a sabbatical, taking a Sabbath rest. Oh, you just stole my idea. Um, and that's some, that's real talk. That's yeah. real. That's, that's taking sabbatical or a Sabbath day of rest where you unplug from that television. Yes. You unplug from the game. 24 hours. You unplug from your phone, the computer, everything you unplug and you make an announcement to your family. Yeah. That this is my Sabbath rest or I'm taking a 24 hour sabbatical. It's not that I don't love y'all, but I'm just not going to. And, and and where you may take a physical rest, where you take a spiritual rest is whatever that rest that you need. But I believe um, my girlfriend tell me she has a guy friend who does this all the time once a week because it recharges you. The word of God said those who be re- ref- um, refreshed, others shall be refreshed. And so it's a refreshing. So that is huge, yeah, huge so for me. Seriously. Definitely. I would say family take 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Turn your, turn your phone off. Everything off. Turn the, turn the news off. Don't read any. And for 24 hours, take all the negative thoughts out. Mm-hmm. Anything that, anything that brings you, anything that brings you angst, Anything that does not bring you joy, anything that takes away from your peace for 24 hours, remove that from your atmosphere. So if that's Facebook, if that's Instagram, if that's the news, even if it's a person, if because we all have that, we all have that person in our life that they only want to focus on the negative of what's going on. And we love them to death, but that's their entire conversation. Mm -hmm. So for 24 hours at the beginning, let them know I love you. But for 24 hours, here's what I'm doing. And here's the thing too, guys, because I know some people are like, well, Facebook doesn't know. Turn it all off. Matter of fact, I don't even, even if you think it doesn't bring you any negativity or it doesn't bring, unplug yourself. Unplug. Just unplug. Because a lot of times like, well, nah, because Facebook bring me joy. I be seeing TikTok and I be laughing. Uh-uh. No. Unplug. Plug, and that's what we believe in. I think yeah. that's going to be huge. Um, trying to see if there's anything else that I can think of right now before we go. And once again, I think the only thing I can say because there's so many, I don't, you know, we don't have enough time to go through all of them. But what I will say too is do me a favor, do not disconnect because church doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like or wherever you worship, because you don't can't have lunch with your girlfriends or because things are not looking the way they are still the way those same people are still around. Call them, do a FaceTime, do a text message, have some fun. My daughter, which is weird, her and her girlfriend have movie night. They've been doing this weird thing. So they turn on this movie and also no, I think she said Facebook, some either Netflix or Facebook does it too, where you guys can be all watching the same thing and y'all can chat about it, right? So they still have movie night. Nothing's changed. Do not disconnect from the people who love you. Do not get bogged yeah. down. You know, don't do not do that. Still continue to do your same routine and keep it as, and you're like, how is that possible? Still get up the same time you've been getting up. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to change that just a little bit though. Some routines need to change. Mm-hmm. Some routines have to change. Okay. Um, Yes, we're, we're trying to keep this as normal as possible. But if you're anxious right now, if you're not at peace, if you're unsettled, then that that routine needs to change. How you get up in the morning needs to change. Instead of grabbing your phone the first thing when you get up in the morning, stop and just be still. Once you wake up, be still and and listen and meditate mm-hmm. and pray and talk. And when I say talk, I mean talk to God. And just talk and spend that first five to 10 minutes when you first get up before you rush into your day. Spend that first five to 10 minutes in peace. Spend that first five to 10 minutes meditating. Spend that first that first five to 10 minutes in in worship. Spend that first time. Give God his 10 percent in the beginning, because there's the things about tides. 
Um, tithes is not just 10% of, of your earnings. It's just not 10% of what you make. When God says he requires 10%, he's talking about you as well of your time and give it to him first. So when you wake up in the morning before you, before you rush, because I like me and I, I'm guilty of it myself, um, even before, but now, but especially because of working from home, even before I wash my face, I'm on my computer. You know, I, I jump up and I run to my computer because I know there's an email I need to address. Mm-hmm. There's a meeting I got to get to. I know there's something going on. So I may sound a little hypocritical myself because I know it's something I need to do as well, because there's some routines right now that have to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's it, guys. I feel good about it. How you feel? Uh, I, yeah, I think we dropped. I know some of you guys are like that. This is this is heavy. This is more heavier than you guys normally do. But spiritual self-care is heavy. And we want to make sure that we don't play around with it, that we tell you what the tips that we can give you so you can be balanced. We want you to um, to lean in. We just we just we just seen so many people just lean just like okay whatever i don't even care no more we don't want that to be you we want you're our family and we love you and we want you to lean in and we want to tell you we're real guilty in the areas that we're not doing so we can get better so we can all hold each other accountable yeah okay right right now family use this time to fortify yourself use this time to fortify because there's once again there's things in life you cannot change you can't change the stock market you can't change when stuff is going to open back up you can't change any of that but what you can change is how you see it, is your perspective. It's it's taking care of yourself. That's what you can change. So right now, use this time to fortify yourself in all areas, in your spiritual health, in your mental health, in your physical health, in your relationships. And I know it sounds crazy that I'm a fortify relationship during a time I can't see anybody. Yeah, because in 2020, um, leverage technology. Use FaceTime, mm-hmm. use Zoom, use Skype, use these things that are out there that's giving people the ability to still connect. Use this time to fortify. Mm-hmm. I got it. All right, babe. You so feel good? I feel good. Any, final, right. th- any final thoughts? No, I'm final thought out. I'm final thought out. I'm final thought out. All right. So, family, <laughs> as always, we thank you for joining us. Hopefully, thank you. <laughs> hopefully you were able to gleam something out of this conversation. Yes. Um, Please feel free to reach out to us. We're on the socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. All under Crenshaw Corner. Yes. We have an email address, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Family, we thank you for listening. And family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.